Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. This is your host, Alice Fraser, speaking. Yes, the Alice Fraser from the dimension you're listening in. As you'll most certainly know by now, these episodes of The Last Post come into my inbox via the increasingly unstable glitch in the space-time continuum, but I get to share them with you throughout the week. For listeners who can't keep up with a daily serving of fire-breathing satire, on a Saturday I bring you this roundup of the best moments from the week you just ignored. Today's episode marks Saturday the 12th of December, the 347th episode of 2020, this most mythical of leap years. Coming up, you'll be comfortably traversing through the week's news with the spectacular cast of Tiff Stevenson, the Alice Fraser from the other dimension, that's me, Andrew Zaltzman and Tom Ballard. And we kick things off with Monday's Dragon News episode, number 342, as Neil Gaiman, yes, the unsuccessful children's party Neil Gaiman impersonator and successful Neil Gaiman ghostwriter Neil Gaiman, who witnessed firsthand the ideological Thunderdome finale between the Boris Johnson were-dragon and the recently built Welsh dragon. The episode also contained some draconine Alice Fraser jokes. It was, frankly, a, a nightmare. And I, I say it was a nightmare in a very, very real sense because um, the Boris came out and then the Welsh dragon came out and then dangling above them was Piers Morgan <laughs> from a, a, you know, hanging from a rope holding a traditional old-fashioned microphone to give us a blow-by-blow Bite by bite, snap by snap, flame by flame, dragon battle account. And then it all went horribly wrong. You know, I, I, I will never forget, frankly, the sight of Piers Morgan, <laughs> tiny little blood-covered Piers Morgan, <laughs> straddling that <laughs> Boris Johnson creature 
screaming, <laughs> take it, you bitch, take it. And on national television with that poor Welsh dragon just looking at the two of them in, in horror and shock. And I think quite rightly just refusing to be part of a, a spectacle like that. Nobody expected it. No, I certainly didn't expect it. None of the pundits anticipated it. Everyone lost money in the gambling. I think Piers may be pregnant. <laughs> and it's it's just monstrous, frankly. And now to Tuesday, episode number 343. Dick Deflector Tiff Stevenson had some extraordinary extraterrestrial news for the show in an episode which also featured some way out there Alice Fraser comedy. The UFO sighting of alien spaceship uh, aboard the International Space Station has just been revealed to be Russian urine. <laughs> so astronaut <laughs> Tim Peake, I don't know if you've heard about this, said the bizarre incident took place during his time aboard uh, the ISS and he, he recalled the moment he thought he saw a UFO in space when he became the first British astronaut to join the ISS for six months in 2015. He said he saw three lights moving in formation before they were joined by a fourth. We were perplexed until we realised that what we thought were the faraway lights of alien spaceships were actually very close small droplets. What was happening was liquid was leaking out of a Russian probe vehicle, crystallizing instantly and reflecting the light. What we were seeing was Russian <laughs> urine. And Donald Trump definitely had a wank at the idea of that. <laughs> On Wednesday's episode, episode number 344, I, Alice Fraser, joined the Alice Fraser in that dimension to talk about why in a world where your attention span is increasingly commodified, it's important to... Look, I forgot, but it was really funny, I can assure you, and both of us were great. This is the problem, right, with the modern world, is that we're all, you know, we're all having our attention marketed to and taken away and sold and bought and packaged and repackaged like a losing Ponzi scheme and by the way i don't like losing but i also don't believe in winning i don't want to die but i can't be doing intermittent fasting look for somebody who worries about death fairly frequently i will constantly procrastinate by doing shit that isn't important i'm worried about dying by the way i'm not worried about getting old i have cheekbones and a personality i'll be fine but i am worried about wasting my life and i am constantly wasting my life i will watch youtube videos at double speed and then get pissed off when i run out of content from a particular creator whose back catalog i've just hastily barreled through the only way I can get things done with my limited attention span is by organising about three way more important things with really intense deadlines so I can procrastinate on those by working on the first thing. And I'm not hugely in touch with my emotions, so I don't know why I want to procrastinate. Like, I can't be like, oh, I definitely can't get my invoicing done because I have a mental block about finances caused by the fact that my maths teacher consistently humiliated me through year three, which was a vendetta that seemed to make sense at the time, but in retrospect, seems really weird because how can an adult pick a kid to be their nemesis. I wasn't even one of those weird kids who ate crayons. This is all true. On Thursday's episode, episode number 345, celebrity celebrity and all-round good sport, Andrew Zaltzman had some good sports news for the show. It goes without saying that the episode also featured some high-scoring Alice Fraser punchlines. Elsewhere in sport, well, rugby. The first uh, ever rugby match between the New Zealand All Blacks and the octopus people of New New Zealand. Uh, or the Flaming <laughs> Tentacles, as their fans uh, call their, their rugby team, uh, is due to happen next week. Um, and obviously it's got, you know, quite, quite, quite hard to, to work out how to do this fairly. So they're going to have the first half of the game on land and the second half of the game in the sea. 
And you'd think if the if the flaming tentacles can stay in it until half time, I reckon they've got a decent chance of springing an upset. I think they've got to keep it within 25, 30 points in the first half. Now, a lot of it, as always, could come down, as it always does in rugby, to, to the referee's interpretations of the rules and whether he deems that tentacles are, you know, arms and hands in terms of you know when the the octopus people are allowed to to, to touch the ball in, in rucks and things and uh, you'd expect the octopus people at least be able to defend the the, the all blacks rolling walls very effectively <laughs> given their body types i mean andrew what constitutes a low tackle and what constitutes an ankle tap yeah these are questions well it's it's um, if you don't have ankles anyway the point is Sport is very excited about this. It could be one of the most dramatic uh, sporting encounters we've ever seen with an almost record number of drownings. And to wrap up the week on Friday, episode 346, conspiracy theorist Tom Ballard implored us to question absolutely everything to do with climate change, including whether climate itself even exists. Naturally, this episode also included some atmospheric Alice Fraser jokes. Well, uh, obviously nothing is happening in the world of climate because, as we all know, Alice, the uh, anthropogenic... Climate change has been disproved. It's a lie. It's a hoax. It's a scam. Buy my book about it. Watch my movie. What is real and what the global elites don't want you to know about is anthropomorphic climate change. Okay, This is when the concept of climate change is personified, comes to life, visits me as I lie in my bed at night and talks to me about how all the polar bears are dying. Mm. It's real. It's a problem. Go to my website. I have footage. Yeah, Captain Planet was my first crush too. Sure. sure. Uh, oh, f- yeah, I guess that is what he is. I could have made some phone calls. Uh, at the same time as this uh, troubling news is out there, I've actually become a climate denier, Alice. Oh. Uh, not a denier of climate change. I just deny that the climate exists at all. Oh. I've never seen it. I've never met anyone who's seen the climate. And it seems a little too convenient to me. What the hell even is the climate? The usual condition of the temperature, humidity, atmospheric pressure, wind, rainfall, and other meteorological elements in an area of the Earth's surface for a long time? (laughs) A likely story. (laughs) Like, I haven't heard that one before. What's next? The ozone layer? (laughs) I wouldn't have thought so. What am I even talking about now? F*** you. How about that? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And finally, this week, two pieces of exclusive bonus content for Lucky Lucky You. First, you'll hear from Alice Fraser with her thoughts on feminist emus. Or are those my thoughts? I get confused. Secondly, you'll hear the Neil Gaiman exercising his poetic license to tell Alice about his poetic license. Well, I'd just like to propound the theory that female emus are a deeply underappreciated mascot for feminism. They'll fight viciously over single male emus, uh, 
which means, of course, that they don't pass the Bechdel test. But once they've laid their eggs, they go and work in a bank while the male emus incubate the eggs for about seven weeks without drinking, feeding, defecating or leaving the nest. Which, <laughs> We've all you know, done it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, the females move on, sometimes mating with a different male in the same season, and uh, the chicks stay with the dad until they're able to eat on their own which I think uh, is a very yep. feminist. Also, one emu egg can make an omelette big enough to feed four to six adults, which makes them the perfect symbol for brunch, the most ladylike meal of the day. <laughs> and the most Australian meal of the day in many ways as well. <laughs> we are brunch innovators. I have a poetic licence, obviously, which is why <laughs> I'm allowed to get away with this without having to charge you extra poet tax things. And do you have to keep that up? Do you have to do a lot of um, practical sort of le uh, practical poetical training in order to keep up your sort of continuing poetic N education? No, no. Once you've got your poetic license, then, you know, every five years you simply renew it and they take another photo of you. It's But having said that, once you start getting on in years, they do, you know, you you do get a check every now and again and it's sort of an eye test and a basic rhyming test uh you know they'll say something like you know there was an old man from Karoo and and you have to complete it um and and then if you do they they renew your poetic license for another few years oh yeah you can't have somebody uh, on on the road steering doggerel it's dangerous stuff. exactly Frankly, there's too much dog roll on the road right now. I, I Recently, I was actually forced off the road by a Ford Sonnet. And thank you for listening to this roundup of The Last Post. If you haven't already done so, why not rate us, leave a review, buy some damn merch, you monster. You can buy half a glass of water t-shirts at thebuglepodcast.com in the merch section. And in the live section, you can buy a ticket to be in the audience of our live online show on December the 20th. If you ever wanted to know what a flapjack lumberjack looks like, show up there and we will show you that. <laughs> If you'd like to listen to more from this week's episodes, or indeed any others from this year, then there's still time to make it right. They're all there in the feed, waiting for your ears, mind and heart. The last post is an Alice Fraser in the Bugle podcast production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at at alliterative on Instagram and Twitter. That's A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E. Or find me at patreon.com slash Alice Fraser for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life. You can subscribe there for free downloads of all of my specials and for all of the latest news from everything Alice Fraser in this dimension. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner. His sidekick and hench thug, the iron fist to his velvet glove, is the inimitable Ped Hunter. As we always say, good luck to you, Christopher. Use your Sunday restfully or usefully, and I'll talk to you again on Monday. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.